Hello, beautiful people, and thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Madison Scarlett, and you're listening to Hey Twenties. We have a really interesting episode for today. We're going to try and answer the question, do nice guys slash girls slash they them finish last? The short answer, no, of course not. Being nice does not put you at a disadvantage. And if you are starting to think that your kindness is getting in the way of what you want, I'm sorry to say, but it might be the fact that you're a pushover or the fact that you're someone who doesn't have any boundaries, that you let yourself be walked all over. Kindness has never been a problem. The way that you let people treat you is. And the reason why it's so important that we ask ourselves this question is because the answer that you come up with has the potential to be very dangerous. And what I mean by that is if you ask yourself, do nice guys, girls, theys, or them finish last? And the answer is yes. What's the consequence to that? You're going to start acting not nice. You're going to start acting in a way that's harmful to people because you're under the impression that niceness is a disadvantage. When in actuality, kindness is a blessing. Kindness is a virtue and should never be used as a bargaining chip to get what you want from somebody else. Before I continue, I want to make a point that this isn't only about men. I know it's a classic saying, nice guys finish last. But there's a really infamous book, it did quite well, called Why Men Love Bitches. The message really hit home, I think, for a lot of women. Why Men Love Bitches. What a catchy title anyways. Like That's definitely going to grab the reader's attention. But it's not that guys love women who are rude. It's not that guys like women who are assholes to them, who play with their emotions, who fuck with their feelings. It's not necessarily that. What grabs people towards the bad guy or the bad girl or whatever is that they are unapologetically themselves. It's not that being kind is unattractive. We love nice people. We love kind people. Desperation is a bad perfume to wear. That's not my quote. It's by Debbie Griggs. But it's true, right? But we also like people to be themselves. We like people who are able to stand firmly in who they are. The thing is that when you are so willing to sacrifice who you are and what you need, people pick up on that shit, right? And it's human nature to push and push and push someone just to see how far they're willing to bend until you snap, until you're of no use to them anymore. And of course, this is a problem, right? It's really hurtful and it starts creating the narrative that you need to build walls, that you need to be an asshole in order to get what you want. But that's not true. You don't have to be a jerk. You just have to have boundaries and you need to be assertive with them. And it's sad, it's kind of the grim reality, but it's not to say this and to discredit you and your experiences or to hurt you or anybody listening. It's an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity to look at maybe where you have been letting people walk all over you because that's not a good feeling. You don't want people to have the ability to come in and out of your life as if it's some kind of revolving door and they can come and go as they please. That's not okay or acceptable either. You deserve more and so we're going to get into that today. But also before I forget, it's important that we understand this and break down the narrative that kindness finishes last because sometimes people really subscribe to that. Sometimes people really convince themselves and believe that they're just too nice. 
and they overcompensate. They go the complete opposite direction and now they're um, rude to people or they build up walls and barriers and they don't know how to be vulnerable and connect with other people because they think that that's not what they're supposed to do and if they're open and vulnerable then they won't get the person of their dreams and it's just like none of this is true. None of this is true at all and it's really important that we find that balance where you can be vulnerable and open and honest with someone without sacrificing your needs and who you are and becoming a leaf in the wind becoming someone who is submissive or just a yes man or will lose who they are to gain something that they think that they need so I'm sure a lot of you listening are like okay so now what (laughs) we've talked a lot about the problem the issue now what's the solution Um, And I have some tips and tricks that I want to share with you guys. And I think a lot of it, I mean, you have to be introspective, right? You have to be critical of yourself and your behaviors and your relationships. So it does take a lot of um, self-awareness. But one of the things that you can start doing in your life is to ask yourself, by choosing them, am I choosing me? I'm going to share a little story with you guys just to put this into perspective. But I had dated somebody that I was very madly in love with, that I honestly was desperate for, that I was very needy for their love and attention. And like we had just discussed, that scent is a bad perfume to wear. Nobody's into that shit. And we broke up. And later we had a conversation and they were very nice about it. They were very, um, you know, thoughtful and kind and said, it's, it's not you. Oh, of course it's not you. It's me. That whole stupid spiel that you never believe. But I appreciated it at the time. Besides the point. They they were so adamant that it wasn't me. That I was so nice. That I had done nothing you know wrong. That I was just such a nice person. That I treated them like gold. No, this is verbatim. You were so nice. I'm just not ready for a relationship. And I think it was like a month later they were already dating somebody. It had nothing to do with commitment. Commitment wasn't the issue. They just didn't want to commit to me because I was needy. I was in a place of lack, in a place of desperation. I was nice because I wanted their love. I wasn't nice to them because I'm a nice person, although I do think I'm a good person. (laughs) I do think I'm a nice person. But you see what I mean? Like there was something almost transactional about it. I was bending over backwards because I loved them so much. And hoping that in turn, they would love me. And that's a really unfair position to put somebody in. I'm doing all of this because I want you to love me. I'm doing all of this. See, does this please you yet? Like, does this impress you? Is this good enough? Am I good enough? That's a really awful position to put someone in and yourself. I think you got the first part down. And that's to ask yourself whose needs are being placed first. And now what? Now what do we do? This is not the answer that a lot of people are going to want to (laughs) hear. But if you want passionate, fulfilling, joyful love, then you have to already be there. You have to be in that space. You have to have it for yourself. I'm going to say this until I'm blue in the face because it's true. And this bleeds into every aspect of our life. You cannot expect other people to fulfill you. You cannot depend on other people for how you feel about yourself. You will never get what you're looking for outside of you. That's not to say that we don't need people because we do. We need good relationships. We need people who we can depend on, who we can trust, who we can love and laugh and share good times with because we're social creatures. We're not meant to be alone all the time. And when you're aware of that, when you know that, when you're in that space of love, joy, and happiness, 
um, then you attract it as well. You're not in a place of lack and you're not searching for it outside of you. And and if you're not searching for it outside of you, then you're not willing to hustle for love. You're not going to sacrifice your needs and who you are just to obtain something. But you have to be, I think, selective in who you bring into your life. And you also need to be willing to let go. And that's a hard one for people. You have to be willing to let go because letting go of people who no longer serve you in your life, and I don't mean in a elitist way, like, ooh, feed me grapes. I don't mean it like that. I mean the people who spend more time taking energy out of you rather than building you up, you have to let go of. And I get that this is really difficult for some people. I understand that it's not easy. But I think that's because we're not taught the power and the beauty of letting go. To keep someone in your life who's hurting you also hurts them. I think it keeps them afloat for only so long. Sometimes what people need is the truth. Sometimes people need to be reminded or they need to be told that what they're doing, how they're acting and how they're behaving won't be tolerated. Because when you're a person with no boundaries, you're an open door that people are going to walk in and out of for the rest of your life. And so when you're that person with no boundaries and you accept a friendship that doesn't treat you well, when you tolerate someone's behavior, you're letting them know that this behavior is okay. And maybe in turn what they're doing is they're treating other people like that because they think that it's okay. Because they see how it's tolerated in other areas of their life. And so the reason why I say that sometimes letting go is a blessing is because it gives not only you the opportunity to do better and feel better, but it also gives that person the opportunity to grow. It truly is a blessing. You have to reframe it in a way that serves you. I have been on the opposite side. I've been that person where I held on to someone, the one with no boundaries, the open door. I held on to several toxic relationships because I was trying to be nice. Because I thought that by dumping them or breaking up with somebody, I was going to hurt them more in the long run and convince myself that that's not what a nice person does. And I feel bad for them and oh, I just don't want to hurt them. Oh, we're so consumed with being nice that we are a doormat essentially. And I'm sorry for the language I understand that it's kind of rude but I'm really trying to drill home a point and the irony of course being that because I was trying to be nice and because I was staying in a relationship not only was I hurting myself I was also hurting them I was being a pushover I wasn't being assertive in my needs and I was building resentment because I didn't like what they were doing and because I wasn't being assertive I would punish them by being resentful by being Um, snarky or figuring out little ways that I could hurt them or upset them because I was hurt and hurt people hurt people and it's just this really vicious cycle and it's all the consequence of trying to be nice it's just like what so ridiculous when you really think about it your mind will just explode she's like this is absolutely absurd so I guess the best way or the first way to let go and, and how to improve is to build your foundation and the foundation includes learning things like boundaries, how you can establish boundaries, how you can put yourself first, unconditioning yourself to believe that putting yourself first isn't selfish. It's actually kindness because you can't give what you don't have. You'll never be able to give someone the love that you don't already have. My biggest revelation was learning that by putting myself first, I'm actually doing you a kindness. 
Because when we're on empty, we can't possibly give what we need to to other people. When your tank is on empty, you, you can't move any further. One of the best analogies, it's a classic. When you're on a plane and the plane's going down and the masks above fall from the ceiling and they tell you to put your mask on first before assisting anybody else. Why is it that we are so able to put our own like physical safety needs first, but when it comes to emotional safety and emotional security, we throw that shit right out the window. But establishing boundaries is a safety precaution. It is a protective factor and it's good for you, not only for yourself, but the other people in your life that you're going to interact with. And the reason for this, I kind of alluded to earlier, I know that some of us are accustomed to putting other people's needs before our own. And those of you listening, if you've been in a position where you had to put other people before you, if you were the healer, if you were the glue, if you were the person who had to put everything back together again, then I'm, I'm sorry that that was the case for you. But take this as a sign that you no longer have to do that. And I know it's hard, right? Like I'm just telling you to be different and your life will change. Like, duh, what the fuck? That's not helpful. But I'm saying that it's okay to be selfish. That as uncomfortable as it feels, because those those emotions will arise where you're like, what? What do you mean? Like, I'm not supposed to bend over backwards. I'm not supposed to sacrifice myself anymore for other people and the ones that I love. No, you're not. You're not supposed to do that because when you take care of yourself, you were able to help so many more people. If you want to be a healer, if you want to mend things, if you want to be of service to others, you have to put yourself first. You have to be taken care of. It's not kind to be negligent to your own needs and to your own desires. Also, another question to ask yourself, if you aren't going to put yourself first in your best interest above everybody else, who's going to do it for you? Who's going to take care of you if you don't do it? But of course, I mean all of this to an extent. You can't take everything that I've said, weaponize it, and just be a jerk to people because you think that's what you need to do in order to get ahead or step on people's toes. Don't be an asshole, but... What it means is that if you really want to be kind, being kind starts with yourself. It starts within. And it's not selfish. In fact, like we use the um, the mask version on the plane, when you are, like let's say you're trying to save people you're, who are drowning. And instead of putting on a life jacket or instead of even getting on a boat, you just dive right in. How many people can you really save when you're not protected? Maybe one, maybe two people. But... You have the ability to help and impact so many more people's lives when you're taken care of, when you throw the life jacket on, when you hop in the boat, which would be a really like a super duper protective factor. I hope this episode wasn't too preachy for you guys and that you learned something. Kindness is not your demise. It's a lack of boundaries. It's a lack of autonomy and self-determination. You have to be independent of everyone else around you. Because when you do things in the hopes that you'll receive something in return, it, it, that's not kindness, that's manipulation. And so, of course, it's going to be, woe is me, I'm always being so nice, I'm doing so much for other people, and I never get anything back. And then you go to the complete opposite end of the spectrum, because you're so traumatized from being overtly nice and accommodating that you start building walls and barriers between you and, and the people that you're trying to connect with, which is equally as unfulfilling and lacks meaning so put yourself first do yourself the favor and the people in your life a favor by taking care of your own needs ask yourself over and over and over again by choosing them am i choosing me why am i placing somebody else's needs above my own 
kindness and self-sabotage are not one in the same because a kind person without boundaries is sabotage. You're hurting yourself so much more than you realize because for some reason, somewhere down the line, we were all taught that to be kind, we have to be a bleeding heart, that we have to be someone without boundaries. And, and that's If you don't set up the rules, people are going to walk all over you and walk wherever they can because they haven't been told otherwise. And you are worthy of more. You are worthy of protection. You are worthy of emotional security and stability. It's not, you doesn't make you a bad person by saying no. No is a very powerful word that helps you and everyone else in your life. I understand that it sounds counterintuitive, but give it a try. Say no to somebody the next time you feel like saying no. And remind yourself in that exact moment, I am not a bad person for saying no. I deserve more. I have to take care of me because if I don't, no one else is going to do it. But I think this is where I'm going to end today's episode. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I do want to let you know that moving forward, um, episodes will be out every Wednesday. Also, if you have any suggestions or any ideas on episodes or topics that you want me to discuss, please let me know on Instagram. Um, I guess primarily would be the place to check out at Podcast. I'm also creating a website and there you'll be able to submit suggestions or even ask me questions or questions that I can address in videos because I'm, I think I'm pretty good at giving advice, um, but obviously take it with a grain of salt. Every piece of advice someone gives you is going to be biased, absolutely no matter what, because we all have different perceptions. We all have different environments and upbringings um, and different lenses in which we see the world. But for those of you listening and are unfamiliar, I do have a background or a bachelor's in psychology and I'm continuing my education in social work. So I'm not just some, you know, floozy or or whatever. That's definitely not the right word, but (laughs) this is my bread and butter and this is something that I I plan on pursuing long-term. So I would really love to hear from you guys because I'm here for you. I, I want to create a dialogue, a conversation, and inspire everybody listening to motivate people who are listening to be their most authentic self, to be the best version of them. Anywho, that was a very long-winded goodbye. Again, thank you so much for listening. I'm sending you all my love and positive energy. Until next time, stay happy, stay healthy. Bye-bye.